Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Turn Up the News. I believe it's episode 22 now of this little mini-series that we've been kind of going through the past two seasons now. Um, really hope you guys are interested or at least fans of this series. I know it's not always a positive thing we talk about. It's more of an open-ended conversation um, to where we can talk about things that are just completely unfiltered, generic, like genuine thoughts, but also not keeping things generic and basic, trying to get to the root of problems and just talking things through. That's kind of the main thing of this series is I just wanted to be able to have something where we could talk about literally all things serious um, to art, to news, to war, to to everything on here. You know, that's kind of the big point about Turn Up the News. Hopefully you guys are interested in it. And I don't have a good story at all to kick things off. Um, if you're in the 941 area, you probably saw this on the news uh, at some point earlier um, on the 31st of January, um, depending on when you hear this or listen to this. But if you're in the parish area, um, Country Cubs is a daycare area or a little house right on 301. If you know where the old parish YMCA is, if you know where the parish feed store is, it's in between those two buildings and those little blocks. Um, and it was a remodeled old home turned into a daycare center. And apparently the dude running it was molesting two teenage girls that were working there. Um, so anyone involved, anyone, you know, that knows those, you know, teenagers and if you're a family or friend, you know, be there for them. And, you know, over here at Tea Time, we wish you the best in these dark times. And we hope that, you know, the person responsible uh, gets what is deserved in a sense. And obviously in prison, if you are known to get this rep sheet, you're going to have a long bid. So hopefully he gets what he deserves uh, in form in a form of natural justice and natural law. Um, but country cubs, yeah, if you have a child there, I would recommend probably not going back there. Um, another thing, uh, you know, to kind of lighten uh, the mood a little bit, some other news, a couple fast food chains potentially uh well one for sure if you're in the north uh east area um bagger dave's is shutting down permanently it's a burger joint i think it had a little over 800 locations um as well as two of burger king's uh largest franchise owners uh went bankrupt last year so burger king is on the verge of bankruptcy so, you know, if uh, you're into stocks or that kind of news, there you go. Um, there's also a little situation with, I mean, we can touch up on the fast food market and in the United States just to begin with. And if you're out there listening to this now, if you eat fast food more than once, genuinely a week, you should stop. It's not healthy. It's not good food for you. I know it's easy and convenient. Just meal prep. Go get some rice. Go get some salmon and chicken from Detweiler's, Whole Foods, or Publix, or 
or Walmart and just make your own food. And people need to hear that more because fast food is a huge leading cause in obesity in this country. And not only that, but eating that kind of GMO, grease-covered garbage, I, I mean, it, it doesn't make you feel good. It It's not meant to. It It's garbage. I mean, you're eating garbage. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm, I can't jam out and jam down on some McDonald's french fries and a milkshake. But what I will say is if you're eating that shit consistently, like you're not a healthy human being. It isn't, it's just not good for you. It, it's not real. It's not authentic food. And I get that it's, you know, good. Oh, my God. Oh, I got the munchies. It's so gas. No, 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 no. Go eat an apple, go have a banana, go get some natural sugars and potassium. I mean, there's other things that we should start getting into as a society. And I touched up on this in a previous news episode, but in New York, a community of people actually had a communal garden to where they were growing fresh produce and giving it out to members of their community for free. And the cops destroyed it. So I just wish that our government would would be more encouraging of that. Our, our education systems, our schools. I mean, let's teach a gardening class how to grow tomatoes, how to grow, uh, you know, anything. Some some garnishes, basil, sage. I mean, so many things that could be useful down the line. I mean, get people into cooking food, real food. And I think that you know, health health wise, the country could start turning back in the right direction but honestly I know if you know you're an employee of these places it's rough if you're an investor it's rough but in terms of genuine health concern it's probably best that as many fast food joints shut down as possible I hope people genuinely start waking up more and more and realizing that this stuff is legit garbage maybe at one point in time they had that authenticity to them back in the day but now it's mass-produce, mass-produce, mass-produce. Let's get celebrities, good marketing and promotion, and have terrible food. It's so not good for you. And, and the quality of the food is shit. The, 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 the cleanliness of these restaurants is disgusting. Uh, and it's just not something you should be feeding yourselves, your children, your friends, your family on a consistent basis. Everyone can grub out on something they enjoy. It's not a bad thing, but if you're, like, reliant on fast food, like, oh, I need to stop at McDonald's this morning, no, like, have a water, go have a bagel or something at home, make up a nice PB&J bagel, or make some toast. There's so many other options than scarfing down food that probably, if examined by doctors and scientists... Some of it would probably not even be like legitimate food. It would just be GMO, probably some variation of like tofu in some instances. Because let's also not forget Burger King was one of the first fast food chains that was allowed by the FDA to not use real beef. It's not even real hamburger meat. When I was a kid, and I'm not even saying when I was a kid back in, you know, 07, 08, these places were healthy and clean. But I would go and have a double cheeseburger at Burger King. And it would be one of the best things ever. Every every other Friday, my grandma would take us down there if we did good in school. Um, and she would get us some burgers to grub out. 
and I would eat, I remember those burgers distinctly, they would just be so fucking good as a kid, all these years later, I remember it, and, you know, I go back to Burger King, I haven't been there in so fucking long, I can't tell you the when's the last time I've been to Burger King, but if you go back there now and try and have a burger, I don't even think they sell the small cheeseburgers anymore there, it's just Whoppers and, and, uh, and Up, which another, the size proportions in this country are also something of concern, but I don't know, man. The, the things have changed in every way, and it's it's not that people have changed because people, in my personal opinion, I don't see people change. They adapt. They adapt or die. Adapting isn't changing. You will always have your base root instincts and characteristics about yourself that will always be prevalent and always be, you know, with you wherever you go and whatever decision you make, whatever you decide to do. Um, because after all, life is a series of choices, gambles, and long shots. I mean, you really have to know yourself before you start trying to better yourself. But in that sense of the word, it doesn't really mean it doesn't really mean that you've changed. And corporations and companies and food, you know, those things can all kind of change here and there. But culture and what things were actually made for. I mean, that that's something that we've seen change in terms of what companies used to want for their customers, what they cared about more than anything, and now what they are and represent now. There's a McDonald's on every corner. There's a, there, there's a fast food restaurant on every corner. We'll say that. And all that, you know, people are doing, especially if they're bored, you know, hey, let's go out there and grub. And let's go get some grub, and it's, you know, let's go get some Tropical Smoothie Cafe, let's go get some Chick-fil-A, and even those, like, quote-unquote higher-end, you know, places, not places I'd recommend eating every day, main, mainly for the pure fact alone, is that it's just not authentic completely. Don't get me wrong, I'm not shitting on every chain, every brand out there, but I'm just saying that we as people need to be, me, we need to be more reliant on natural and home-based and prepped meals. Uh, and that's the key here, because we'll get back in touch with Earth, in my opinion, as a society or as a people if we start eating more homemade garnishes, more homemade vegetables and fruits. You know, maybe you have two plants going out in the back for tomatoes or green tomatoes or for some garnishes. You have some sage and some cilantro growing. You're just taking those steps to try and have better things for you and just take care of your body so that you can live a long and luscious life but some people just don't think like that and that'll pretty much wrap up the fast food talk there let me go down my talk list here that i have kind of pre-written nasa is also talking about a asteroid warning that's apparently approaching earth and it's the size of multiple football fields Um, that's something that i saw Uh, That is definitely worth noting if you're into that space stuff. But we always get warnings from NASA and these, you know, uh, uh, warning-ready, you know, stations and and news outlets. And and nothing really ever comes to fruition. I mean, we all thought that solar flare was going to ruin all of our lives. Who knows? Something like that could happen. An asteroid could happen. But at the end of the day, I just... It's so hard to trust sources when you can't see the information or see the evidence in front of you, because normally that's how you go off of things you, you know, trust. (laughs) But um, getting into some other information and topics here, 
The U.S. government blames the NIRAM-backed militia unit for attack on base in Jordan. Uh, the things in the Middle East have not been lightening by any means. In fact, things have been intensifying and heating up. Uh, Yemen is a conversation. Uh, apparently, negotiations are kicking off between um, the people of Palestine and uh, Israel. I don't know if that's going to get anywhere. I don't even know if that's true. But all I know is the sector of the Middle East in its entirety is it's it looks like it's on fire. And granted, we are not helping the situation, especially when we have a incompetent administration taking helm here. We have just so many issues already on, you know, at home on domestic soil to where we are really not paying attention to foreign interests or our foreign assets. We lost American lives on that base in Jordan from a drone attack, and it should have never happened. And I really hope that we're able to not only come together as a people, but as a, as a society in general of common sense and spiritually open-minded individuals. And one of these days, one of these attacks is just going to push the edge over a society, a people, a country. And it's just not going to be pretty. It never is. And I don't want to see that in my grown-up lifetime. I don't want to inch closer towards World War III with North Korea, China, Russia, every adversary of the U.S. watching our every move and how we're going to handle that Israel situation, as well as our issues with Iran and stuff going on with Egypt, Jordan, everyone kind of bouncing right on, trouncing on uh, Israel, but we're also backing another war in Yemen. So three proxy wars in a sense, and we actually have no real reason as a people why these wars are going on. Uh, and we never will know until 30, 40 years after the fact, we get a bunch of movies, documentaries, whistleblowers, saying that this was the most corrupt thing going on at this time. It's always years after the fact and years after criminal charges or anything can actually legitimately be done do we find out the deeds of our government in times like this, times of question, times of suspicion. And we have a lot of that going on, especially with Ukraine, knowing that President Biden and his son Hunter Biden have had investments and interests in Ukraine dating back to the 2010s and that's not talked about nearly as not nearly as much as the Mossad and how they uh, formally abbreviated the Mossad one time according to the Prime Minister of Israel when the British government asked for you know the, the abbreviation of the Mossad and he said the Israeli Secret Service intelligent uh, excuse me the Israeli secret um, Intelligent Service, ISIS. There's so many things in question when it comes to things we think we know right off rip because we're taught it in school, we're taught it on social media, in our news outlets every day. Your parents, your brother, your homies, your 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 girlfriends, whatever, are all saying this one thing, and that's with the one thing that you're gonna go with because you hear it and see it so much. We have such a common misconception on what has happened in the Middle East over the past 35 years. And in general, 
it's getting to the point where it looks like it's pushing the world into a turmoil-esque state. And the American people have no fucking clue why. I'm not even going to sit here and act like I know why I don't. I imagine it's because of money, power, control. But I just don't understand the fascination other than the oil with the Middle East from our government. We should genuinely not be over there. The people and governments despise us as a people and a government and as a nation. Why help or try to help people that do not want it? That is t- typically a, you know, a flag of like, okay, let's not fuck with these people anymore. They don't like us. They don't want us here. We are not only getting innocent people killed and have had innocent people killed, hundreds of thousands in that area of the world in the past 25, 30 years, but it's like we're just swimming against the current. What is the interest over there? Why do we care so much as a government when the people clearly want us to leave them alone? Not only the people in the Middle East, but American people don't even want to be over there because we're sending our sons and daughters over there to die in drone attacks or or die while trying to evacuate people in Afghanistan during one of the most failed withdrawals of all time. I mean, it's just so many questions stacking up with this administration. It's it's like leading up to the 2024 election, it can't be fast enough. I mean, the incompetence that we've seen at the highest levels of military and administrative power in this country the past three years has been staggering. It's been almost ludicrous, and I really hope that something switches for the better. Otherwise, I mean, we're going to be... And in, in we're going to be knee-deep in shit. Uh, we already are, but I mean, we might even be waist-deep right now with the debt climbing, the southern border, literally wide-open drug abuse in this country and mental issues and, and illness in this country at all-time highs. The war on drugs isn't even a war, though. The drugs are just massacring. It's, it's genocide on young Americans in the street. If you get your hands on something other than marijuana, you might not want to take it because it has probably been stepped on. It has probably been pushed through something else. Do not do anything stupid. Stay clean. Stay awake spiritually, physically, and mentally. Try and learn something new every day. Trust yourself and your gut and your instincts. Don't trust people that you second-guess. Typically, you shouldn't be around them if you're second-guessing. Just, uh, it's just such a dark place to, to let the mind wander to, in my opinion. It's a, it's a little alarming that this is where society and the world is, is going and trending. And I really hope that we can see some kind of monumental shift in not only mindset, but political and, and, and media agendas. We need to start informing instead of brainwashing. And I see the brainwashing more than anything every day. And it's getting to that point where if, you know, God forbid AI finds out the power, how to, you know, put people in a trance with technology. I and mean, we already are. I mean, look at us now. But in, in a negative way, in a, in, a, in a nefarious way, something sinister, almost even conscientious. I, I, that's a scary thought, but I just see it leading down that path with not only Elon Musk saying that he put the Neuralink in its first human body today, but he has plans for humanoid bots going up to 2040. I'm having millions, apparently, and the CCP also has plans of having humanoid bots out by 2030 
to replenish the workforce and get some of those numbers and productivity up because of population crises. And it's going to be an issue across the board for nations going through that specific issue. And then AI, who knows what it's going to be in 15 years, but I'm scared of it. And I think we all should as well. And especially with the way like we just were talking about combat and war and warfare, AI is going to be the new warfare. And that's going to be something that, you know, you, you, emotion will be completely taken out of and numbers are numbers, people are numbers. And that's just going to be something that we're already at slightly and we've been at for decades. But imagine it legitimately all digitized and all computerized. There's no thought or even hesitation in choice making and decision making and thought processes. And it's going to be something else, man. I mean, when it comes to labor and productivity regarding infrastructure or education, I can see AI being useful. But when it comes to warfare or politics or media, I can see it being deceitful and mainly dangerous. And I think that's a conversation that needs to be had as well. But um, getting into another big topic here for the episode is Brian Allen's latest takeover bid is a $14 billion bid for Paramount. We'll see if that deal goes through. Keep your eyes out on that one. That would be an interesting uh, hostile takeover for sure. But we do need a lot of these Hollywood companies and production companies to start getting new owners so creativity and innovation can come back to the space so that we can see more innovation and creativity in general with filmmaking and with TV making. Cable's dead, but I mean, if we can start seeing more of a turnover base with some of these CEOs and um, presidents of these massive production companies like Paramount, like Warner Brothers, we can start to see some of the things change up and hopefully for the better because in my opinion, Hollywood is in the gutter at the moment. In fact, creativity and innovation and writing is probably at an all-time generalized low for Hollywood, and I'd like to see some more new faces on the scene. The last topic of discussion for this episode is something that I'll just kind of quickly gloss over, but Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, has won his lawsuit against Disney. This is something that's been going on for a couple of years now, and finally it has come to a conclusion It looks like Ron DeSantis um, genuinely won hands down, uh, and that is the case. But in terms of what Disney lost, they kind of lost their own governorship in a sense because they were on essentially their own county land, but now it's going to be treated as a part of the state as it should, especially if it's going to be influencing youth trying to sway elections and sway opinion uh, for general public. I think it should be treated as a generic company that is using Florida's tax benefits to thrive and other assets with Florida as well. It, It should be a mutual partnership, not Disney walking on Florida. I'm glad that that is the case now. So thank you everyone very much for tuning in to Turn Up the News. It is greatly appreciated for all the support. Hopefully you learned something. I know I sure do every time I get behind the mic. 
Thank you so much again for tuning into these episodes. Make sure you follow our social media accounts at Tea Time Reports on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Threads. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Tea Time Reports, uh, as well as check out our website, www.teatimereports.com, to learn a little bit more about the show, a little bit more about us as well. Make sure you stay safe, stay awake, and whenever and wherever you listen to this, you know, I really appreciate all the support and everyone out there, you know, consistently tuning back into the podcast. Make sure you guys check out our other outlets. We're really trying to grow this thing and do our due diligence to our fans and audience members out there. And hopefully you guys are enjoying uh, everything we have to offer. So again, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Tea Time Reports and Turn Up the News. I greatly appreciate it. This is Trevor. Make, make sure you guys stay awake and stay safe out there. Take care.